Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cats with Tin Hats. My name's Tucker. And my name is Wyatt. And we're missing somebody. Who is it? Why we are hosting a very special guest tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show your lovable host, Oliver. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. This isn't the second time we've done it. Quick cut to the first time. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on. Thanks for coming. Oh, thank you. For Long time uh, listener. Yeah. No way. First time sitter. Oh, congrats. Thank yes. you. Uh, it's a lovely studio you have. So we were talking earlier in, in a couple podcasts. We want to talk about the creative process and what what it in, what all goes into it. And I think this is a this is a perfect moment. Oliver top billing in a in a a really awesome film. Like that, short. Yeah. yeah, like I think it's awesome. So we just wanted to ask a couple questions here. Hear what it was like, what what the experience was like. Because I'm here for it. I mean, I think for me that the initial thing is how did you get involved? What, what what was getting involved like? Actually, funny story you asked. Um, there's a website out there called Vancouver Actors Guide, mm. and what they have is a bunch of uh, postings for short films, you don't list the film, and the production company, if it's independent, if it's student, whatever, and then you basically find the casting breakdown. This hit all the boxes for me. It was a studio I didn't recognize by the name, because I'm like, I'm still fresh, I'm still pretty green, <laughs> if you pardon the pun. <laughs> And uh, I saw this, opened it up, it, it was called Florence. <laughs> that flew right over my head. <laughs> <laughs> it was a project called Florence, a monster film. And I, it didn't say student next to it, so I thought, perfect. Uh, on that. And the submission was just headshot and dimensions. I was like, this is pretty easy, no self-tape, no nothing. Yeah. Send the email to uh, Dallas, the director, and... Uh, guy who created all the special effects and makeup and stuff and he emailed me pretty much immediately after saying hey can you come by the studio for a fitting oh yeah alright fuck it go down first time going to like a proper studio I'm like oh, this is cool this is this is great and then he gave me a tour around he showed me some stuff because he works on like an alien short film prequel okay. uh, he's worked with a couple other things a, a great VHS uh horror collection oh that's cool uh, and then right there was the the monster mask he goes okay i'm just gonna pick this up fits uh, we had very similar facial features so it fit me perfect tried the shoes that he had custom made already because they're, they're just like normal shoes with about three inch extra on there so with the actual shoe on top it made me six four which was dope <laughs> and uh I ticked all the boxes. He said, you want to do it? I'm like, all right. Fair. For about submission, we shot it. A few weeks after, not right away. Yeah. I mean, how was the, how was the shooting process? Like, is it, is it something where you guys like rehearsed it before going out to mission or was it something that's kind of like on the day, it, it, shot by shot kind of thing? It was still in the times of COVID. So there was, we minimize the amount of time that I actually spend in the room with everyone. Because oh, okay. I was also working on another project, which we fun if we could talk about once that comes out eventually. Yeah. And uh, the the only thing, the only rehearsal time thing we did 
was I just filmed myself doing a couple of different walks, recorded myself doing a couple of different voices along with the script. Okay. And just seeing what he would like me to work on and what direction he wants to go with it. And pretty much on the day, we kind of just like quickly went over it. And then you learn immediately that the costume you're in, the makeup you're putting, changes it completely. <laughs> I mean, you have any questions? Nothing right now. I just don't want to. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll try to think of one. I mean, like, going into the process like this, like, I don't want to spoil it, but you are are um, embodying a, a Frankenstein-esque monster. Yes. Mm, yeah. The question is like going. You were saying you you do multiple walks, multiple versions of speaking. Where does that all start from? Right? Does it start from a from a place of uh, what we've seen before in in past Frankenstein films, or or is it something um, that comes naturally through? know um experiences around and seeing people is that kind of thing and this was because it was a fan recreation of or fan inspired recreation of was it 1940 the og with uh, 1930 was it who was frankenstein the og um, Boris Karloff. or was it yeah he's the he's the only actor to have two male stamps ever because he's Frankenstein and the mummy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's a little known fact. Funniest story ever. He was going for an audition that day in Universal. He's all dressed up, nice suit, fresh haircut, looking good. So back then, you were a player, right? So you were a Universal contracted actor. So they had like a lunchroom you'd go in. Yeah. That's where a lot of business would happen. And he's sitting there in his nice suit he just bought. He's like, oh, I'm going to be, I look so good today. Everything's good. And then they walk up and go, hey, so Boris, we have a part for you. He goes, oh, yes, what's the part? Frankenstein's monster. He's like, what the hell? Dude? <laughs> I spent all my freaking money on this new suit, new haircut. I look good today. And I get offered a freaking monster role. But I mean, cemented him in film history. Absolutely. But to answer your original question, it was... Sorry. Because it was a love letter to the OG Boris Karloff, mm -hmm. I only took inspiration and movement from him. Okay. Vocally, though, again, you're not going to have the same vocal register as another person. You can do your best to mimic it. Yeah. But because it was more emotional dialogue, I guess I'd call this uh, more higher stakes in the sense of... Um, self-actualization I had to find a, a nice balance of like what voice I could do with what I, I have yeah and for that I thought the best <laughs> the best uh, film reference to look at was Sloth from Goonies yeah okay so that, his like wailing I'm like it fits it, it I can I can't do it now because I've <laughs> wonderful KFC drippings down my throat right now. So Yeah, I think that's so interesting, like figuring out, like kind of piecing together a, a, a role together to, you know, and I think it's something that you booked this role for a reason. And then you come in and you Because I fit the mask. <laughs> yeah, but you're also talented as well. And it's not, you're not, it's not just a fluke that you got the role. I mean, 
maybe because of the measurements you got in the room, but the reason why you stayed in the room is because of your talent and because of what you can find as you just displayed. Maybe people come from my I mean, you know what? It's easy to know anybody. It's easy to know anybody to get yeah. into a room, but to stay in that room, it takes talent, and sure, you have it. And I've worked with him again. Uh, post this, we worked on a music video together. There's talks about another project down the line, which sounds like a lot of fun. So I'll talk to you about that because I didn't have my face modeled for this, but I had it for a, a project which I don't think I can talk about right now. Okay. And it was, there was now, what they do now for like bigger budget stuff is a 3D scan of your face and body and everything. So they have that and they can 3D print that. Went OG algae all on the face, the cast of the plaster just to mold everything. It's the most relaxing thing I've ever done. Really, eh? You can't hear anything, you can't see anything, you're just left in your, with this warm kind of like gel just dripping down your face. It drips in your hands, it kind of hardens, so you're fiddling with some like squishy material and you're in there for about 20, 30 minutes. Wow. And then when they rip it off, it's just like, it blinds you <laughs> when you open your eyes because it's so fucking bright. But uh, when you finally take that off, it's just, breathing fresh air you know it's it's a a spa treatment you get paid for if you're doing it especially over and over again that's wild i mean so you can't hear a single thing eh you can kind of yeah. but as soon as like the goop comes to your ears it's it's very hard they have to kind of shout at you to <laughs> you okay thumbs up thumbs down do you need to hold someone's hand? I'm like, no. <laughs> I got this. So what's like so on a on a day on a shooting day, mm -hmm. what's the process of you getting into the prosthetics like and, and the costume and all, all that stuff? You you start with prosthetics who's the messiest. Okay. Uh first thing they do is put a bull cap on you. Oh, really? With, well, I guess masks, yeah. right? And masks and stuff, yes. Because when it comes off it's it hurts. Getting yeah, peeled off your skin. The, the nice thing about this is everything was already painted. So everything was really airbrushed and stuff. So getting into it wasn't as long as it was for a different thing I did with Dallas. Uh, I think it was like two hours in total. And because it was a solid piece, it pretty much was slip on and just having people just like touch around my eyes and just like gluing everything on the inside. Make sure it all sticks down, making sure it dries. And here's a two hour process. After that's done, just get into wardrobe, chill out, drink through a straw because I can't ruin anything. And a lot of touching my own face because that mask felt cool. <laughs> okay, still there. And you forget about it. The weirdest thing is you forget you're wearing it. It's kind of cool. Even though I can't. Cool. <laughs> just walking in this car, scared the shit out of somebody. Like, it kind of glued this eye a little bit shut so I couldn't properly see, but you get used to it very quickly and you're just walking around like, all right, I can't really. And your voice is kind of strange because you're, you're glued to your mouth and kind of fucked. And you're like, yeah, then we'll move like this. I feel like uh, Michael Keaton Batman with the cowl. <laughs> Funniest thing, though, is you're just like chilling there, you're, you're relaxing, and then, you know, you kind of want to stay silent because you don't want to like wrinkle up the mask too much or the prosthetics and like preset so I'm just staying silent just sitting there someone walks past and half asleep 
And then you're like, ah! You hear, like, just someone scream, like, you know, hey, was, didn't see you there. Fucking freaked me out, and they walk on. Whereabouts in Mission? I, I don't know the street, but it was the director's parents' house, which backed out onto a lake, which was so nice to see in the morning. You just show up there at, like, 7 a.m. It, it was... How long was it? The day, the day was very long. I think we finished at, like, 3. Am. So, what were the days like? Like, how many shooting days did just you guys one, have? Really? Just one really long fucking day. Wow. So, what, it was an intense day. It was day. a very intense day. The first six to seven hours, we were in the lab, which was the guy's basement. Okay. It's a really cool set. It's a really cool set. It's, yeah. it's a size of. Basically, your dining area. Really? Like, that's the size of the shooting location we were in. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I was under the blanket <laughs> for about four hours. Oh, my God. Because I needed... The, I was the height. I, was, I had the thing already on. I was just leaning up against that, falling asleep for about four hours. Wow. And sometimes the people on set forgot I was there. So no, no one pulled the blanket up so I could breathe fresh air. This is the this is the stop and go like the hurry up and wait yeah. of that. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm hearing uh, Roberto plays the doctor, or Doctor Frankenstein. I hear him go through his uh, very stylistically over the top performance, and he's trying to bring this baby back to life, and it's covered in blood. And he just chucks it in the bin, and like hear all that going on. <laughs> And then Trico, who's Igor, who's also, um, she's got heavy prosthetics on, a massive humpback, and they hear her going in his little grumbly voice and all that. And then I'm just sitting there like, cool. (laughs) I can't see any of this. I wish I could see it. I wish I could see what the camera people were doing, but for the first part, I was just covered. Fair. I mean, yeah, like, there's a lot of stellar performances in Mm. this piece. I mean, what, three cast members? Yep. And they're, and everybody's batting at a hundred. Like oh, everybody's yeah. doing great in this yeah. piece. Like Trico fucking terrified me. The the <laughs> bit at the end where I'm at the grave, I'm sitting there, reading my name, Florence. I'm crying or trying to because I'm not the best at it. And then I'm like, Laura's monster or whatever. And then Trico comes up and goes, No, you're not the monster. I I think it was a take that was in it. Byron, but I turn around, fucking hell. Because <laughs> it's pitch black, I can't see anything, and I just see, like, <laughs> Like, oh, right, she's covered in shit, isn't she? Yeah. I mean, for the grave, is that in the backyard kind of area, or is that. At- we, we were right next to the river. Really? You can't yeah. see it, but we were right next to the river. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my favorite shot of the film is. This like beautiful shot on a hill with the moon and these like two trees as, as the both you and Igor are, are walking down the this this hill. It's a beautiful shot. This big moon, like how is what, what's the story behind that shot? You were there, right? So yeah. So the trees weren't there. Okay. The trees were in the post. Where the moon is, that's actually the house. Really. But in front of the house, they had this giant high-powered white light that just shot at the camera 
So anything that was behind it, you could not see it at all. It would just look black. And then, okay. then in post, they just added effects of the moon to make it look like it, and then that, that's how you, they got the shot. It wow. was a very simple camera trickery, which is like slight post tweaks. That's amazing. And it, it changed it from uh, House on Top of the Hill to just a uh, lone hill in the middle yeah. of the night. That's amazing. That was one of, like, honestly, when I watched it, I was like, oh my god. It was, yeah, that, that was a cool shot. shot. It was cool seeing on the big screen. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, this is dope. That's wild. Do you have any questions? I feel like I forgot no, to over. I kind of feel bad. No, man, it's all good. No, again, like, I, he's told me already, like, yesterday, so. I don't know. Like, no. I, I'm hearing all the details new to me. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it's all good, right? So yeah, I feel bad because I'm asking all these right. questions. I feel like do I, you have any? No, I will say I I do wish I had a copy of it in color. That would have been cool. The sequence where we're walking through the forest, which was dangerous as fuck for me. I can't see where I'm going, and I've got like three inch lifts oh, in the yeah. shoes that kept falling apart because it was super glued together. <laughs> So I had to have people like guide me through it and then show me where to go and sending this and styrofoam pillars and graves and stuff. It was, it was fun, but I was terrified I was going to fall and rip the mask. But the smoke that was billowing out had a really intense green light going through it. So all the action was taken. The bit where uh, Roberto, the doctor, walks through with the lantern and the syringe. It's, like, it's only going to hurt a bit. Like that really nice shot. Imagine that, but instead of black and white, it's green smoke, dark trees, and... That's wild. Uh, and again, I don't know if it just didn't work. Fair. Fair. And it just doesn't translate as cool as it looks in the moment to on camera. Fair. Because that's a whole whole different... Ball game. Ball game. Yeah. But... Uh, so, Dallas runs a uh, special effects school. Shit, okay. In which he had all his students come on and help with the makeup. Oh, that's cool. Gives them a work credit, lets yeah. them know how, what the pace is going to be like for an actual work day. Yeah. And he has quite a few friends in the industry who have like, the camera equipment for it Fair. and everything like that. So I, I think that would have brought the budget right down. Yeah. And it's all his own equipment that he's using, so it's not going to be him renting out stuff. He has a location, he's not spending money on there. I'd say it's pretty low budget, but I think most of the money, I don't know. Honestly, we could probably message Dallas and ask if he want, we want to do something with him and talk about some of his other stuff he's worked on. That'd yeah, cool. that'd be awesome. And maybe film in the studio. Yeah. That'd be a cool YouTube video for yeah. sure. Or just like do a, do a tour of what a studio looks like and then just that'd be throw cool. it up. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, my, my guess would be most of the money was spent in post with the sound design and the color grading and Fair. visual effects. Yeah, because it makes sense, right? Like, mm. it was really well done. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the what the caliber of the other films were in the film festival, but this one seemed really well done. It seemed in the right place. Yeah. The, 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 the film festivals that were shown with it, it was a nice combination of different scales so some what you'd have on the very low end one of them was the worst sound design you've ever heard the worst visuals you've ever seen but one of the funniest horror shorts i've ever seen and this is woman being cursed by a horny demon 
and everything she looks at turns into something sexual. So you had that, and then you had like a really high art filmed in some like Italian villa, ice white shut type movie. Okay. Which had an insanely high budget by the looks of it, because there so many extras, so many costumes. And it was just a, a, a wide variety. If you can go to any short film festival, do it, because you'll see some amazing stuff. I mean, we all took a creative leap this year together, shooting a pilot for a TV show. Yeah. I'll, we'll probably get both of you in the hot seat on like, how that process was for you guys, because both had very different experiences. Wyatt had to tackle both being a sound technician on yeah. set whilst being in character yeah. in a thick suit during a heat wave. And you had a full... Tucker, for the listeners, had a full over-the-top stylized pirate character to work through. Yeah. It was such a blast. Yeah. It, was like, it, was, it was a good time, man. Yeah. We, yeah, Florence was a lot of fun to film. It was... The, the only downside to any prosthetic work is you can't eat for the whole fucking day. That I had They had, like, croissant sandwiches, and I had to eat it with a knife and fork, and I've never been more fucking sad to see food in my life. <laughs> they couldn't get They couldn't get, like, soup would have been nice. I will say a soup, soup... Okay, so it took an hour and a half to take the makeup off. Five minutes to take it off. Hmm? No, off, never mind. I'm an idiot, never mind. <laughs> what? I th- no, I thought you were going to say it took you, like, an hour and a half or so to put it on. And I was like, yeah, five minutes to take it off. No, so it took yeah. an hour and a half to get off. Because the hair was imported from India. It was a certain type of hair that's very like high-end and it had to be shipped back. Damn! Yeah. So it's probably where the most expensive fucking... Yeah, part it was probably $8,000. Yeah. If it was damaged, I don't think it was, because I'm, I'm pretty sure they reused it for a Nike commercial. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I completely forgot to tell you guys about that. That's yeah. cool. So wait, it was freaking sound like fucking hooping? Yeah. You were shooting fucking... It's kind of sick. Because I saw that, I was like, oh, oh why could... Balling up and fucking sh- shorts. Well, it was back. Adidas. It was like Nike or Adidas. I don't remember. Oh, so if it's Adidas, it's been soccer? Because I remember... Or Dennis or something? Oh, yeah. I was a little bit salty because I looked at the commercial and I was like, wait, but if it already fit me, then why are they doing this? And I was watching it and I'm like, oh, no, this guy's in shape and had to do a lot of shit. <laughs> I'm fat. I couldn't do any of this right now. Yeah, hour and a half to get it off, and it rips every single part of your face. That would suck. The nicest part about that, though, is you have a team of three people with hot towels massaging your face after everything is taken off, and like rubbing your hands, trying to clean up all the makeup. And it's just like you get a nice little massage. In the massage. Oh, that's cute. What was your takeaways from it? Like, what what did you think in the realm of not only a love letter to the OG Boris Carlo version, but just in the entertainment value, what do you guys get from it? Keep okay, in mind, Sweet, it was, yeah, man, it was good. Like, I don't, I don't think I've seen like the original Frankenstein monster. Movie. You should, and uh, it, it honestly holds up. Yeah, but no, it was good. It was like only what nine minutes long. Didn't like, yeah. it, it felt a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. Though it was over, it's like that's it. Like I want, like I kind of want, like kind of you left you wanting a little bit more. I thought, and yeah, no, it was, it was just. Like the like the you know it being in black and gray was was sick. Just like it was cool. It was just it was it was just a cool time. It was just like I just liked it. I don't know. Just it was just like oh shit man, that's dope. I know that guy. <laughs> it was uh, it was cool. Yeah, it was, it was just cool. 
Keep it short and sweet, it's cool. It's dope. It's sick. Yeah, I think it was fun. I think it was, I think it, um, it's one thing to really like a film, but to actually go out and make a love letter to it is something else. And put your own spin on it as well. Yeah. I think it, it was an interesting twist to the original story. I'm a huge fan of Frankenstein. I got it tattooed on my leg. And I think it felt like this this piece was absolutely um, nothing was spared. Like it, it felt well put together. It wasn't a hack job. It wasn't anything. Yeah. It was um, it was really well done and really thought. I thought uh, it was really thoughtful to the to the source material, to the point of you even playing. Uh, um, Florence and looking back to to Boris Karlov's work, I think is some is something that shows just how much love and care was put into this this piece, and I think it shows. I really I really do enjoy it. If you guys go on YouTube and search up Florence, and it'll Florence the the monster fan movie. Florence the monster fan movie. It's nine minutes, like you were saying. Yeah. it's it's, a, it's it, an easy it, watch. You fly right through. Yeah, it. I think it's an amazing film. Honestly, I think I think it's awesome. Yeah, every, everyone's work in that shows from the camera direction to the cinematography to the makeup. I think each person had like two people on them constantly making sure everything was fine. Nice. Because Roberto had his eye. Yeah, there. Which I don't know how you can go a whole day without seeing out of one eye. No. Just having to cut because that was stuck on. There was no wiggling. I'd be so tempted just to keep opening and closing. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, I actually got stapled in the head. Really? So you know when they're actually. Yeah, that wasn't a cutaway to like a fake head. That was just a close up on the top of my head. It had a nice little uh, peel back section with a fake brain underneath. I saw that. Yeah. Really. Eh? Uh, Did it hurt? Like the the thickness of the skull, like that. Like there's nothing going through there. It's interesting, actually. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. also, running fight choreo where she can't see anything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make sure that you like, because you can't look over your shoulder properly to catch when Roboto comes in and like tries to kill us both. And I'm like, nope, go up. And then uh, I get a very unflattering close up of my face. <laughs> As I'm choking out the doctor. At, at the end of the day, what I really was doing was having fun and just messing around. And that's what acting's all about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like as much as you put thought into it, just have, I was just having fun. It's not fun. I got to be Frankenstein's monster for a fucking day. I got to wear like I'm gonna be six four. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of dope. Feels great. I wish I could do six four. Yeah. I could text my brother Kat. I'm almost as tall as you. <laughs> Like it's rather brother, oh, I'm taller than you, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, for like those at home, it's not as serious as some people make it seem to be. Yeah. It, it's you're having fun at the end of the day. You can have fun. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and you're just there with like-minded people who just want to do, make something cool at the end of the day. I mean, as much as we were talking about the, the technical side of the, of the like the craft of putting together a character, at the end of the day, it's also as well having fun with it. Yeah. Exploring um, different angles to the, the character and having a blast with everybody else on set. Yeah. 
you're all there to do that same same thing. Bang. Yeah. Oh, so I do got a question. Actually, now. Okay. Yeah, what did you? When did you film it again? Last end of last August. That long ago, yeah. Shit was hard as well then, eh? It was just after the heat wave. So, and we're right next to the river. You don't feel heat with the mask. Really? Because it's spun, it absorbs all the sweat anyway, so you just Oh, that's kind of nice. Okay. And then we, we, I was inside for most of the day with a blanket over the top of me, and there was a giant fan going on the, the whole Oh, that'd be nice. Pull the balls. Straight at the shaft. <laughs> Anyway, I think, any questions else? Any other questions? Questions, sure. Uh, any questions for us? All, all, I, all I want to say is, uh, I can't wait to get you in the hot seat next. next me? Episode. Oh yeah, next episode, buddy. Yeah. Why me? Because you booked what will, a legit gig. Well, it will be when it comes out. You booked a gig gig. Okay. And then we, we get to good. talk to you about that. I'm pumped. I'm excited. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for doing You do it. I feel like shit. Hey. You didn't get to ask a single question. You I asked, asked one. I asked two. You asked two, so you okay. get to sign out because I'm a fucking... Hey. Anyways, that's it. <laughs> and thanks for, thanks for watching. Subscribe. Like. Comment. And check out Florence. Check out Florence. Check out Florence. It's an anime salon. It's good. I know the guy. Yeah. And... Uh, guys in high places. That's about it, I guess. Uh, sayonara.